And that's the patriarchy. Again, she just enforces it over and over and over. Ugh. When I'm torrenting more recordings, internet, it sends a warning, and I dump the Kittle download in time. By the time I've watched the show, it's half past time to go. Turn to one more swift to make the show sit right. Good evening, and welcome to Say by the Bell Reviewed, the podcast in which you will get paint all over your jacket if you sit and listen to it. This week we'll be reviewing The Miss Bliss Season, number 10, although it feels more like number a bajillion, <laughs> Practical Jokes. I am your host this week, Ryan Alexander Tanner. With me here in Portland, Oregon is... Carolyn Maine, and uh, that's not paint on your jacket. Is it mud? Busted. Sure. Yeah, it's a kind of mud. It's a it's a thick... It's Whatever it is, it's caked with it. Mm. Um, across a few states is a real practical joker. Austin Gorton, and I object... And the victim of his evil machinations. As always, David Bitsenhofer. He's more of a survivor. I'm not going to give up. You may be surprised to hear that this week we have a very special guest, our Pete Best guest, the fifth member of the Aluminum Four. Please introduce yourself. <laughs> Hi, I'm Terry Blass. Yay, he's Yay. back. Are, are you really that surprised it's me? <laughs> So what, so what happens is, every time we have Terry on, he's like, hey, have me on this other one. And then whenever we schedule that, we end up doing two episodes that night. And so then we have Terry on. For, so this was the one you wanted to be on, right? Absolutely. And why was that? Um, well, without revealing anything about the plot. Oh, I whatever. Feel, I feel you. like when I was, I don't know, 10, 12, 11, whatever... That this episode legit blew my mind. Why? Because yeah, of why? the because of the like r- reveal. Okay. At, at the, the end? end. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. I'll keep that under You're, my head. I was like ten. It's wildly <laughs> twisty and turny. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I mean, we'll and talk it, about and it. because it was the Miss Bliss episode, I remembered the most. Mm. Mm. It is one of the better blitzes so far. I'm always up for a prank war. Yeah, it's it it has. Uh, it's one of the more high-concept Miss Bliss episodes, and that seems to help it, I think. So this is the one where Miss Bliss, there's a pra- students are trying to prank Miss Bliss, and then someone succeeds, and Screeches gets the blame, and he's put on trial. That's what this episode is. And they for- burn him at the stake. If the only. <laughs> Spoiler alert, Screech, once again, is not murdered in this episode. So I understand if you want to just turn off your podcast now. You just you disagree? Yeah, he's murdered. I but Carol. <laughs> <laughs> but Carol. Yep. But Carol. That's what they call you. Yep. That's what they call you in the locker room. Yep. Did you see But Carol today? <laughs> yep. <laughs> she was wearing some short shorts. All right. So, 
The fucking Zach intro's back. Oh, Did everyone see this? Oh my god, yeah. I saw it, and it's not Zach that I'm concerned with. I think that this is the most pedophilic gift yeah. in Saved by the Bell no, history. We're gonna, I knew. When Mr. Bell Dog slinks behind babies, or adult, let's call him 18-year-old Zach Morris. And Belding sneaks behind him and then, like, does a come-here finger. A come-hither finger, yes. Yeah, and Zach, like, sighs, like, resigned to molestation and then exits stage left to get away from the bell dogs, haunting Spectre. Uh, maybe I just am misremembering, but I feel <laughs> like in the other Zach intro, Zach looked older. I yeah, about I to thought say. he did, too. Well, I feel like in this Zach intro, he, he legit, he's, like, he says something like, Screech and Lisa are there. They still look weird. Yeah, yeah I know. And I'm like, is that, what he, is that what he tells himself is to get through the molestation? Is like, I'm the beautiful one. Yeah, that's why I'm getting molested. Right. Is that is I'm that, the most perfect. Because that's a pretty shitty thing to say about it your really friends. Odd. It's in character. It was very, yeah. <laughs> but it's also like, we should just not even acknowledge any of the weird differences. Because he's not like, Screech and Lisa still look weird. Also, why is it in another state? Who the fuck are these other kids that disappear and kind of look like yeah. kids that'll be around later? Is what Milo happened in this Why is our junior high the same exact building as our high school? How did you feel about his uh, oversized bum equipment sweatshirt? His big blue sweater. I knew we were going to talk about that. That's iconic Zach right there. So it's clearly that it's clear that these were not all filmed all together in a row. Yeah. Right. Because that's how I always remember them, the is he was sort of sitting... Yeah, the Zach intros. Okay. Like, they didn't just go, all right, uh, Mark Paul Gossler, come into the studio, we're just going to do uh, 12 30-second bumpers all in a row. Let's you know? shit this out. Yeah. But, um, yeah, and then I did, I wrote, Belding Walks By, Sexual Abuse, question mark? Yeah, dude, that... I want to get this gif. It is so spooky. It, how is the show about anything other than molesting young boys? I there's that's all it's about. That's yeah. all this whole episode's gonna be about. And well, what, what, wait, wait, wait. It's also about molesting young girls, Carolyn. Oh right, right. <laughs> I can't forget women too. Yeah, that, that was last week's episode. Yeah. <laughs> so Terry, why did you want to do our show again? Yeah, it's the best. Yay. <laughs> okay. So then um, we get now. The Miss Bliss voice. So again, there's no fucking rhyme or reason whatsoever as to why why or when there's a Zach intro. And it's so sloppy yeah. with the two intros back together. It's like, right. how many times do they trust me? To, are they going to talk to me before they trust me to watch their fucking show So, <laughs> Terry, you watch this show on TV a lot. Yeah. Do you remember these Miss Bliss episodes always having a Zach intro? No. So uh, they only sometimes did. Yeah, I well, I don't even remember any of them when I was younger. Mm. Oh, because I def I uh, in my mind the Miss Bliss ones always had a Zach intro. No, I am freshly new to the Zach intro as mm. of watching this Miss Bliss episode okay, on Netflix. It sounded to me like he said freshly nude. So I'm just gonna <laughs> go that. that's how I watch Saved by the Bell. <laughs> I should try freshly that. Nude. You can't see it, but David's giving me a come hither finger. Right yeah. <laughs> Did you know he can make you come with just one finger? It's a skill mm-hmm. I have. Take you off screen first. Yep, yep, yep. And you have to exit the screen the other way if you want any hope of it not happening. So Miss Bliss <laughs> is like, it's harvest week. Which what? is, is that a thing? I don't okay, know we had a harvest festival yeah. in grade school, and it was kind of like a Halloween party, but with less pagan overtones. We had a harvest dance in high school. Nice. Did yeah, you yeah. have the harvest prank war? Because that's the it was real Idaho. shit. Idaho. 
So, oh. Okay, this is hardly the first time this show has had this problem, but I'm really confused about the timeline here. Mm-hmm. Because, let's see, Zach was trying to get rid of, was releasing rats in the school for midterms. That was cool. But now it's harvest week, which should probably be in the fall and not too soon after they come back to school. But they already had midterms and parent-teacher conferences when Miss Bliss was banging his dad. Mm-hmm. Right. So I feel like this is ill-placed chronologically. I agree that the whole thing is ill-placed chronologically. <laughs> well, I still don't understand what Harvest Week is. Or yeah. whatever. Yeah, I think but it's... it's- I think it's uh, uh, if they were in elementary school, it would be more Halloween-based, so it's kind of a, like, fall festival party kind of thing. If they were in high school, there would have been a dance, and and uh, Tori would have suggested theming it with, like, leaves and pumpkins and junk. God, she was so smart when she said that. I really miss Tori! She was the only <laughs> nice person we've ever had. I would be friends with her. I'm just gonna say that that actress is, you know, how she's, like, one of three triplets. Oh, yeah. I, forgot. I thought she was twins. And that she's also the star and her sisters are the star of the mm. Parent Trap 3. Oh, more and parent four. trapping. And four. And four. Mm-hmm. I wish I watched Tori's Parent Trap. You would can. Tori scissor with this bliss? <laughs> yes. Yeah, she okay. definitely would. Yeah. Parent <laughs> Trap 3, the scissor trap. Parent Trap the Scissor nine. trap. Yeah. You uh, keep yeah. workshopping that one. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll come back on the Monday. The scissor trap, the parent scissor. Um, the snatch hmm. trap? Trap mm, snatch? Just Is pussy a scissor trap? Scissor snatch. Let, yeah. us, let us know when okay, you... Okay, I'll come back. Okay, we'll workshop. <laughs> she's, she's making a chart. I can watch her. So, for whatever reason, uh, Miss Bliss... Is the student? There's a lot of pranking that happened prank, during war, Harvest prank, Week. War, prank, war. I'm not really sure how these things are related, but whatever. <laughs> so Miss Bliss has never been pranked because she's very savvy. She's too good. And uh, so the students set up a bucket to pour water on her when she walks in the door, which we all knew what was going to happen in that bucket the second we saw it, right? Oh yeah, yeah. No, okay. I didn't know. Well, we'll get to it. Um, <laughs> What's in the bucket, though, you guys? It's just water. What if it's mayonnaise? It's saliva. <laughs> Compromise. Compromise. It's 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 mayonnaise water. <laughs> mayonnaise um, water. Gross. So <laughs> That's not the grossest thing we could have said. Yeah. So they set up the bucket to land on Miss Bliss when she goes through the door, and then she comes in the other door. <laughs> Did she and, intentionally huh? go into the other door, or was, was she just like getting lucky? How long have we had two doors in this room? We've always, always. had two, always had two mm, doors. Yeah. No, if you say so. But no, that was my exact question I wrote down. Is it just luck that she never has been pranked? Or what's yeah, the deal here? <laughs> no, I think the implication is that she's too good. Yeah, like, but then every time we see her get out of a prank, yeah. it seems like it's just sheer yeah. luck. My note was, boy, she sure is cagey happening to go through that other door. Mm-hmm. Well, like... but like, doesn't Lisa have a comment about, like, how is she? Oh, how does she always know? Yeah. Or something like that. Like, yeah. is she... That's what I got, anyway. I feel like she's a witch. Well, yeah. Because it's Halloween, mm-hmm. and because she's, she's smarter than everyone, just catching fucking spells. Well, because sometimes we see her sussing out a situation and not getting pranked. But other times, it just seems like happenstance that she is not yeah. pranked. Almost like it wasn't written well. Mm. Yeah. And also there's somebody who's a certain prank magnet that will see blunder into them over and over and over again. 
So that helps. Right, yeah. Well, that's what I meant by we know what's going to happen in that bucket. Right. We'll get to that in just a second. But first, there's a very cartoonish bit where Miss Bliss comes in through the back door. Nobody say anything. Oh, oh. And uh, <laughs> she's like whispers to Screech, like, what's going on? And he's like, oh, we're going to get Miss Bliss. And it's very much like a Bugs Bunny cartoon where he doesn't seem to register that she is Miss Bliss. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Screech being stupid again, it reminds me of that time that he thought a doll of a baby was a real baby. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> very stupid. What a genius. That was a deep cut. Yep. She's been on this whole podcast. I know. I told you by the end of this, you'd be one of us. Google gobble. Google gobble. So then Miss Bliss is like, we'll take the bucket down after class. And you know where this is shit's going. <laughs> yeah. Where's it going? And then and then she's like, let's talk about I, the government judicial system oh for a while. Oh my god, what does she but, but, but here, can I, okay. Yeah. When she says that they'll take the bucket down later after class. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Why? Like, I'd be like, I, like, if I were a teacher, I'd be like, you're all fucking punished. You were trying to prank me. Take yeah. the bucket down now. I mean, like, I, I would be so yeah, pissed. There's a weird, there's a weird relationship in this episode between Bliss and the prank war. In right. That she like alternates between being mildly amused, yeah, by uh-huh. it, but then also wanting to like rain down the thunder on. Teams. Exactly. I would say that this is more of Miss Bliss teaching rape culture. Oh, tell us why. She's saying yes. She's saying no. She's all over the place. She's inconsistent. She doesn't have boundaries. It's okay to prank, but you can't like 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 wait, imagine pranking is rape. Okay? Carol. And wait. you just have to be canny to avoid rape. And then some dummy gets raped all the time because they fucking suck. So are you saying that Uh-huh. It's her own fault? I'm saying that she's saying it's your own fault because she's not outright taking care of prank slash rape culture. She's just letting it happen to someone who's an idiot. So should it be a hard no? Is that what she yes, should do? Yes, if okay. she has actual boundaries, which she doesn't. Uh-huh. You're either okay. against the prank war or for it. And she's only against it when it might happen to her. Yeah, it's it's unclear, like, um, if she's having... If it's fun for her to avoid the she prank war. She laughs a lot during yeah. this episode about the pranks, so she likes it when it happens to a certain unsuspecting dum-dum. I was just <laughs> amazed at how complex the contraption over the door was for these kids. To right? Be. I know. Well, this might be, like, physics class. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> but, Judicial physics. But first, we get a hilarious rundown of the government judicial system. Mm-hmm. And we learn that you are innocent until proven guilty in the court of law. Yeah. But And that the system works. Yeah. <laughs> in the system. Oh my god. I was like, Miss Bliss, what the fuck is wrong with you? But nobody's been following the assignments. They're too busy creating an elaborate bucket trap. <laughs> well, now, now they've moved on to... The charts. Yeah, they're trying to fool Miss Bliss into looking at the charts. And this is where she's cagey. So before it was, oh, I just happened to go in the wrong door. But now they're right. like, oh, Miss Bliss, is there a chart that might lay out all this government stuff? And then when she goes to pull it down, she's like wise to the fact that they've put, I guess, like cocaine, cocaine, cocaine in it. Yeah, they've, <laughs> they've loaded it up with blow, and so she pulls it down 
from a distance. Co- what if their prank was just busting her for cocaine possession? <laughs> they pull the she pulls the chart down and then like an officer comes yeah, to the door exactly. and like, You're under arrest and they're like, Got you, Miss Bliss That would be an awesome prank. <laughs> the end of Miss Bliss. Fra- oh, it's almost like someone got framed for a crime. Mm-hmm. Mm. So then Belling fucking gets hit with a bucket. What a dummy. <laughs> yeah, they make him out to be like some sort of doofus for doing this, and I'm like, he just walked through a door, like Yeah. <laughs> what did he do wrong? He generally lives a life where you don't have to worry about buckets <laughs> of water spilling all over you. I don't believe that. <laughs> I think he's got a lot of problems. It reminded me of the one time he was in the dunk tank. Like, this is the second time we've seen a, a soaked belding. At least. Yeah, yeah. Two more. How many times has belding been soaking wet throughout this series? <laughs> I got two. Anybody? Anybody? Help us out. Um, I can't think of any other instances. He's been in the pool, but that was off camera. To, like, yeah, like, there's been, like, mentions of times where he would have been. But that was all off camera. I think that's about it. I mean, maybe in the Hawaiian movie, did he go swimming... When he was on his little principal retreat? Probably not. No, we didn't see his nops. He wasn't in the hot tub with Jesse and his stepdad. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, There was a bit in here where, despite myself, I kind of chuckled at Zach when uh, he says he he couldn't study because he was trying to decide what girl to take to the harvest dance. And he made a comment about how interviews ran a little longer than he expected. Hmm. Yeah. And as well as where I felt bad for laughing at the sociopath, but it was mildly funny. I wrote down Nikki's scrunchy game is on point in this episode. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> we her name should just be Scrunchy. Yeah, let's call her Scrunchy for scrunchy. the remaining three episodes. Isn't that close to Scrunch? No. Screech. Yes. <laughs> it is it is close to Scrunch, but she wears an awful lot of scrunchies in this series. Yeah. Yeah. And Scrunch didn't play out, man. We tried to make I it happen. I was gonna bring it back later. What I was still scrunch? my that's Screech's name. He gets called Scrunch in the college years. By Leslie's parents. (laughs) (laughs) It it happened. It happened. happened. (laughs) It didn't happen, happen, but it happened a little. Yeah. Yeah. We couldn't make it happen, but it did happen. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, that was our greatest failure in the history of this podcast. But one of many in terms of ungreat failures. Greatest of the many great failures. Yeah. So then we go to the cafeteria, and Nikki and Zach are trying to prank Miss Bliss again. They're just relentless. Yeah. They should be talking about the government's judicial system. I know. that's, that's good. <laughs> Especially at lunch. So why is Miss Bliss having lunch with Belding? I don't know. Are they, are they being inappropriate? No, he's only one of four adults at the school. That's true. What's Milo eating for lunch? Like, this is not the first time she's had lunch with Mr. Belding. I bet Miles eating like a bucket of sand for lunch. <laughs> no, he's back in his castle having a luxurious feast. Oh, a yeah. turkey leg and mead. <laughs> you think Miles? Because we've we've already reached the conclusion last week that he lives in a castle. So do you think it's like an uh, like a Ren Fair type of a castle? Why does he work at the school then? Because he needs to keep the castle. He needs to keep open. up because like, he, he, he doesn't want anybody to know he lives in a castle. You can't just. You then Tina just... would be like, well, you have room. Yeah, fucking Tina. Put her ass in the dungeon. <laughs> Terry, obviously you don't live in a castle, but the upkeep is exorbitant. Oh. 
So you got to be at least the head of the custodial team to keep that shit. Is afloat. that a Mexican joke? Um, oh, it's a Milo joke. <laughs> we were concerned about it racially. I do, Thanks I, for reminding us. I do like us. to clean. I w- <laughs> that's it's, okay. Don't make it racial, Terry. I I'm do, just talking about castle know. inhabitants. <laughs> Dracula. Are you calling me a queen? Uh, not in this case. Oh, okay. But in most cases, yes. <gasps> okay. <laughs> So anyway, Belding's like, oh gosh, I'm really worried about these pranks. Oh, oh, oh. And then, he's wearing like a sweatshirt because he got wetted through his That's clothes. right. Like a, like and a, uh, and yeah. Carol, Carol, you yeah. got anything on the fact that uh, he mentioned his buns being glued together? Oh, yeah. Oh, um, um, uh, do you think it was a glue <laughs> that, or a, That'd be Miss Bliss's glue? worst nightmare. <laughs> I, I believe that it was Emilio Estevez from The Breakfast Club that glued his buns together. Whoa, that's a great observation. Thank you. Emilio! Emilio! I really want to watch The Breakfast Club again. It's been too long. It's Why has really that good. not been done as a play? You need, like, one set. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's great. Yeah, it's a bottle episode. We should do it. Let's do it, you guys. Okay. Yeah, what was the budget of The Breakfast Club? It was probably Molly like... Ringwald or Ali Sheeny. I'll do either. <sighs> Let me know tricky. what the script needs. Can, okay. I play, can I play the jock but play him like super gay? Yes. yes. Like right now. <laughs> Win! That's my only line. Hot. Um, can yeah. I be the wise janitor? <laughs> yep. <laughs> That's the best. Yeah. <laughs> I was actually hoping we would get the guy who played Milo to play no, that No, actually role. the role I would want to play is the nerd's mom. You figure yeah. out a way to study. That would be my... I would love it. You can I, be a dual role. Okay. We can handle that. All right. So anyway, Belding decides not to eat his own lunch that he brought from home because he's so paranoid about these kids who could not care less about him, pranking him. Yeah, and how were they going to mess with his lunch if he brought it from home? He know the The logic... <laughs> There's no through line here. His clothes like, are soaking wet. He's not thinking clearly. He's like, I brought my lunch from home so I couldn't be pranked, even though these kids don't care about me. And then he starts scheming on Miss Bliss's food. She eats in her slaw. And she's the number one prank target. It's really clear, if you're concerned about being pranked, that her food is the last food yeah. you should eat. And this is where I wrote down, like, it almost seems like, what well, doesn't almost, it is, Bliss's avoidance of getting pranked is what's making her more of a target. Like, she mm-hmm. would have been smart to have just d- faked the prank on herself ages ago. Just breathe in that Coke, and then yeah, you're good. And then rock through the rest of school. <laughs> oh my god, what if... That would have been so much of a cooler prank <laughs> avoidance, is when she pulled the thing down, if she just, like, covered up one nostril and was just like... <laughs> and just snorted up all that Coke. And then she talked like the Micro Machines guy for yeah. the episode. I'm this place, we're going to do that. The government judicial system. That would have been awesome. Bum. Funny. So anyway, Belding eats Miss Bliss's coleslaw. What does that mean? This is another case of like Miss Bliss getting <laughs> lucky, though, right? Yes. Yeah. Because no, she's, well, she's eating her sandwich just fine. You know, they happen to not spice up the only thing she eats on her. No, trip. she doesn't eat the sandwich. She started she eating her sandwich. Yeah, she's. They put. They they spiced up the coleslaw and her tomato juice, mm-hmm. which are the two things that Belding consumes. But they left the oh. sandwich alone, which is the one thing she consumes. I thought she doesn't eat the sandwich. She's like about Spice, to eat it, and she's like, 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 "Oh, cut away. yeah." I mean, spiced she's... up tomato juice is just a bloody mary. Isn't it? Yeah, well, I thought that too. I'm like, they just made it good. <laughs> I'm like, cool. Right. 
Oh, but the way Mr. Belding runs out, like, okay, this is the time I'm for sure we're doing laxatives. He runs oh, out yeah. holding his butt, and he's like, yeah. ooh, and he yeah, runs Yeah, that spice went right through him. Yeah. It's too bad his buns got glued together. Oh, no. <laughs> Will the diarrhea be able to escape some glued no. together buns? There's what only, happened? It's only one, we'll do a little experiment after okay, the podcast. Okay, yeah, I need science to tell me. Will the diarrhea be able to escape? Tune in next week. Mythbusters Toilet Edition. <laughs> I would so, watch that. So after a commercial break, we go to the classroom, and Miss Bliss is like, you guys cut the shit. Tired yeah. of this garbage. And then she sits on her chair and there's paint on the chair and it ruins her 80s sweater. Wah, and wah. she's pissed as fuck. Yeah, so then the That yeah, gets serious for a second. I know. It does. Well yeah, this is where this is where suddenly she's like angry at them for pulling pranks. Whereas literally in the previous scene, she laughed right along with them at Belding as he ran out of the cabin. Well, she's right. suddenly Whoopi Goldberg from Sister Act 2. She's like, if you want to be somebody, and you want to go somewhere, and like, chastises the class. To be fair, there's a reason she asks a sudden shift. Because she needs to be more upset about it than she may have otherwise been. But why does she with. need to be so upset? Because there's a complex plot twist coming up. What? See, this episode, if you watch it more than once, you get so much more out of it. Yeah. I would I would counter that argument with the kids should have been suspicious because she did such a complete one They're stupid kids. What are you you're not yeah, gonna that, be... I, I, I agree. I chalk that up to like they're dumb kids. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, they're because they're a bunch of stupid kids, is the answer. Yeah. All kids are stupid. David, so, David, what you're saying is my objection is overruled? <laughs> Possibly. Because she's basically like, all right, who did it? And then it gets serious. She's pretty much as mad here as she was when they, like, lost her 1,500 real dollars. <laughs> right. <potatoes. laughs> it happens. I know, that was the best prank. What is this episode talking about? They pranked her good. <laughs> what if Tina living with her last week was a prank? I think it was. That was the best prank. That was a great prank. So they're like, we were all together and couldn't have done it except for Screech. And then they're like, Screech, you're going to get your dick sucked for being so awesome. And then how he's did, like, I did it. But, uh, how do they know to ostracize Screech already? Because look at his stupid face. That is the closing <laughs> argument. We'll did, get to that. Did Miss Bliss know Screech was would be by himself? I mean, somebody's got to go down. Yeah, I don't think I don't think her plan specifically involved Screech being the patsy. But it wasn't. It wasn't like proofed against that. Why wasn't Screech with him? Because no one wants to be near him. Was he like <laughs> jacking off in the upstairs bathroom? Yes. Well, it turns out to be because he was setting up a prank. Yeah, he was setting up his own prank. So this is, like, pretty good writing for this show. I would assume he wasn't there because Mr. Belding gave him the come-hither finger. (laughs) (laughs) When he does that, you have to go. You have to exit stage right. You have to run away or run towards it. Tragic. So my note says, Screech takes the credit slash blame. Yeah, so I think the idea is that Screech is setting up his own prank on Miss Bliss, but by doing so, it makes him look guilty for this prank, which he didn't do, but he is setting another one up. Right. I also think that the writers, for some reason, want the viewer to feel bad for Screech. 
Yeah, usually. You know again, I mean? like what? Like, again, look at his face. Can't I just? Oh, I'm not saying I do. Piece. I'm saying. Right. Yeah. I'm saying I feel bad when I look at his face. <laughs> so Screech takes the credit, and then he claims innocence once he realizes that he's in trouble. Yeah. First, yeah. he's just like, "I'm gonna be awesome," and then she's like, "All right, I'm gonna whoop your ass." He's like, "Wait, I didn't do it." So then Miss Bliss is like, "We'll have a trial." And that's pretty much where this episode goes. So I wanted more pranks. I don't want more Matlock. I want more like clown <laughs> horns and spaghetti that you slip in. There's another episode for that. <laughs> yeah. Mr. Booberries. Well, one thing this show's really good about is not giving you what you want. <laughs> so they knew you wanted those things. What Carol wanted to see was them infiltrating Lee Harvey Oswald Jr. High and stealing yep. their mascot. Pantsing everybody. Just a pants brigade. <laughs> a pantsing. A pantsasia. Pantsasia. So one thing this show does that really annoys me, we've talked about this before, is they'll end a scene and it'll have a little music cue or whatever, and then they'll start up a new scene and it's just right in the same place again. Yeah. Like, this scene, this episode has more scenes ending in the classroom and then the next scene being in the classroom than probably any other episode. There are cases, which I will point out, of scenes that don't even need to end. That <laughs> end like, no, where they can just keep end. going. One, did you, did you, do you remember what the stinger that led us into commercial was? Um, I'm sure I've blocked it out by now. He, Miss Bliss is like, oh, we're gonna have a trial. And then Screech gets all worried, and she's like, you know, don't worry, your peers will decide your fate. And then he, like, looks over at everybody, and they're giving him the big thumbs down, and it's like, yeah. ah, Screech is going to get fucked over. But it's actually kind of the big flaw in the American judicial system. You mean because OJ got off? You mean, no. like, how Screech got tried in real life by his peers, <laughs> and because they hated Saved by the Bell, they said he is guilty of stabbing a guy because he did stab the guy? Just the general notion that a jury of your peers doesn't mean they'll be impartial. That's true. Hey, How are you going to find a peer for me? It's do you, gotta be do like... you think that guy actually stabbed himself? No. <laughs> I mean, maybe. I'm starting to think. Exhibit A. Ryan, if you saw an opportunity to put <laughs> Dustin Diamond in jail, <laughs> but you had to stab yourself to do it, would you? That's a really good question. <laughs> that I would, would be the best hypothetical question we've posed. Would you take a blade to the ribs? Yeah. Just to get Screech just put away for a while. Like yep. one year. Yeah. Yep. I think I would. <laughs> I think we all would. I wouldn't. <laughs> I would think that because of the classmates being so happy that Screech pranked Miss Bliss, wouldn't they just let him off anyways? Shouldn't that actually be in his favor? No, they uh, just hate him, and they're ready yeah. This to is burn this is where they're like hate. their dickish teenagerness takes over. Mm. Where they're like, oh, we can like screw this kid over. Yeah, right. Also, we got a jury here. I believe it's very important as a juror to not have a personal stake in the case, but they all know Screech. Yeah, and they all hate him. Yeah, I wonder who ran like. the vadir on this case because I feel like they picked a shitty jury. Yeah, bunch of extras. And I'm also curious who picked, who determined what roles everybody would be playing. I mean, it's got to be Miss Bliss. Yeah, why did Mikey become the bailiff? 
Because he he's sucks. no Bull Shannon, that's for sure. That's because for fucking sure. He's, he's no Roz. I was gonna say he's more of a Roz. Marshall Warfield. Uh, David, he is, is the awesome bailiff. Homeboy. He's the bailiff because he's ostensibly a cast member, but not important enough to be one of the lawyers. Mm -hmm. They don't know what else to do with him, so he's like the muscle, except he's not stacked like A.C. Slater, so... So yeah, we go to the next day, because Miss Bliss is like, we're going to have a trial tomorrow! Which is just (laughs) to break up the... Today! <laughs> so Mikey's the bailiff, Miss Bliss is the judge, Nikki's the prosecutor, and Lisa is the first witness. She's a surprise, surprise witness. witness. Yes. Like, oh, Which is not what a surprise witness is at all. And again, keeping with the theme of casual harassment, when <laughs> Mikey swears her in, he's like, do guys with curly hair turn you on? I, I like how she's like, no. Yeah. That he said turn you on. That's really adult for these 11-year-old babies. Yeah. Yeah, and since when did Mikey just become all about Lisa? I guess he got his first boner last night. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. It was gross. It was a gross boner. So, Lisa's like, I saw a suspicious person stash a can in a locker. And then she points to Screech as the suspicious... Wait, hold on. You can't edit that out, Ryan. Wait, hold on, I almost got it. You can't until he gets it right. As the specific person. <laughs> Good one. Good. Nicely, yeah. Specific. Uh-huh. Sisyphus person. <laughs> Give me five more tries. Um, And then Zach has this real hostile interrogation so method. So I can't even believe they're letting Zach be a lawyer when he's obviously the murderer slash also pranks people. But don't you think that Zach is like... A sleazy, self-interested defense lawyer is a pretty good role for him. If this is all coming from, like, Miss Bliss assigning their roles, then I would think that she's like, oh, this fucking kid. Like, this is the only way I'm going to get him to actually read a book. Right. Yeah, but well, that ultimately why is what would, happens. My confusion is, why does Zach care? Why, why is this motivating him to do anything? Like, he's not getting paid. Like, sleazy lawyers are sleazy because they get paid a lot of money. This is just another school project, which he, he's known to Yeah, just... but he's been given somewhat of a position of power in this scenario, mm-hmm. so I think that that might be why. And it leans into his pizzazz powers, which is Maybe. the only thing he's studying. It goes back to the time that she put him in charge of the class, because she knew that uh... if he was in charge... He wouldn't fuck around because he'd be too busy abusing his power. And that's the patriarchy. Again, she just enforces it over and over and over. <sighs> but would you would you rather Zach no. fuck around or abuse his power? I'd rather he gets made into sausage and everyone well, yeah. eats him the next day. <laughs> yeah. I'm saying that was still a stupid plan. That's my hope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then we go to the office... And we track in on this hot babe's ass. Dude, so every <laughs> yeah. time this happened. They did this, remember, I pointed this out. They did this several yeah. episodes ago. It was, I swear it was the same woman. She had a hot I think ass. it was the same woman, yeah. Who is this woman that they just do these tracking shots of to like lead your eye across the office? <laughs> in this little kid's show. Yeah. Hot ass yeah. McGassy. <laughs> no, my note, it says, camera follows hot blonde. They did this before. <laughs> Who is she supposed to be in the show? I'm going to say she, like, teaches ass class. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to say whatever her role is, she probably gets spanked by Mr. Belding a lot. 
Aww. like on the way out the door, you know, With like hairy she's hands. She's yeah. clearly the aerobics instructor, right? Ah, oh. he bounces a quarter off her ass. <laughs> so let me see Milo. Milo. Yes, yeah. this is our obligatory and Milo and and Sizzler scene. Yeah. <laughs> Are they fucking? Are they gonna fuck? No. no. Right? Does Milo fuck though? I wouldn't let Tina in my castle. <laughs> you would never get her out. <laughs> when I think about Milo, and he seems to be kind of like the Max. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, the show like casts these characters, and then it becomes very apparent they have no idea what to do with them. Right. Yeah, and it's like, why do you even bother? I... It's almost like they just never have any good ideas on this show. Yeah, really. <laughs> yeah. What is Milo supposed to do? Well, what he does is he watches Tina do things, and he tells her she can't do them. Yep. So she's trying to fill up helium balloons, and he's like, "Oh, this is my job, and plus I need help to do it." A man and a yeah. half, and then they mentioned another half man, and I'm like, "Why not get no neck spaghetti?" Yeah, whatever no. his name was. This was just a big union joke, right? You remember the guy with no neck, right? It was a couple episodes ago. It's a union joke? It's like dreams? Never mind. I no. guess that's a, a joke that I don't get. That's fine. Read a book. I want a dwarf on this show. We should all walk around <laughs> on our knees. So then Belding tries to... <laughs> prank Miss Bliss. And again, much like the bucket, you knew he was going to inhale that helium. So then Belding is getting high on N.O. during the job. What's up with that? Oh yeah, he's got some N.O. So uh, she doesn't fall for the glue on the phone prank, which is a very dangerous prank. But who does? I know. So she she issues Belding a subpoena. He gets served. And then he answers the phone that he himself put glue on, which he should just know better. I like when Belding's like, is this a real court? And she's like, yes, it's very real. We're going to bust the mass. It's 100% real kangaroo I, court. I think it's kind of cute. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. Like, it reminded me of, like, like I know, I mean, this is so stupid. <laughs> but it reminded me of, like, a fun teacher that would do, yeah. like, we're going to uh, have court. Like, and then you like, because, like, when I was in the fifth grade, I had a teacher that, like, made us learn how to, like, fill out your passport and go through the airport and go on an international trip. And I was like, yeah, I was like, this is kind of cool. So then when she gave Belding a subpoena, I was like, I like it. Yeah, that's okay. It was cute that she's taking it seriously, but it's also like, I don't know if they should have the power to electrocute somebody, but since it's Screech going down, I'm all for it. I feel like they do kind of do a decent job of making Miss Bliss seem like an innovative, good teacher. Just wait. (laughs) <laughs> Just wait. Right. Should she be your number one teacher magazine pick for the um, newsletter? Why not? Yay! I mean, wait, what are my options? Some other motherfucker. And then, there's a commercial break. Then we come back. <laughs> Robots and desk guys buy these toys. So then, we have Belding in class. Yeah. And uh, he won't raise his right hand, and we find out because it has a phone glued this to it. This like a I good literally, joke. I literally forgot about the phone, and that, and then he, like when they were like, "That's your left hand," and he's like, "Oh, I know." I just legit thought he was stupid, right? Right? Yeah, we thought he was pulling some like Gorbachev move. Yeah, I don't remember who it actually was. Slobodan Milosevic, Rich, who like yeah. did the wrong hand, is like a fuck you, but. 
Turns out he just had the phone glued to him. Can you imagine pulling that phone out of your wolf hair if you're Dennis? Oh Haskins? yeah, that would have been really uncomfortable for him. Yeah, and there's nothing stronger than sitcom super glue, right? Mm. And then this is interesting when they're like, "How well do you know Screech?" And he's like, "Not very well." And you're like, "That's <laughs> yeah, gonna change." You're gonna go <laughs> eat liver with him at the max. You're gonna be bothering him forever. He also says Zach has, or Screech has never been sent to Mister Belding's office for discipline. Which is completely false because we already know he had after he released the rats in the school. Oh yeah, that's true. Continuity. I also like how he says he doesn't know him well, but it's almost like that's the moment he cursed himself. I know. Screech, <laughs> Screech is like legitimately still there in Saved by the Bell, the new class yep. with Mr. Belding. He's they become like, his oh, shit. You did it to yourself. So you have to knock on wood for that sort of thing. <laughs> Nikki narks on Lisa, right? Is that right? Yeah, she breaks Zach's defense by saying that Lisa is a bad pranker too. Mm-hmm. When at what point does do they point out Lisa's band aid for her broken nail? I think it's here. Yeah, yeah. I can't remember. This is. I think this is why I was like, I'm t- like ten years old. I'm watching this episode, and they're like. So, um, you've got a bro- like a band-aid. What, what happened, Lisa? Like, it was so... Like, I was like, is this how real courts work? Yeah. Because then she's like, I broke a nail. And he's like, what do you mean you broke a nail? Why do you need a band-aid for a broken nail? I was like, oh my gosh, this is awesome. That's what law's like. Yeah. It's just like Legally Blonde. We oh. should have gotten a judge to be a guest on this episode. Like Judge Reinhold? <laughs> or Judge Judy. Judge Judy will judge not Reinhold. stop trying to get on our show. Oh my god, I keep uh, telling her, like, amazing. you have your own brand, and yeah. you're just not dirty enough. And she's like, let me pull out my Ganesh. And I'm like, maybe. Her dick jokes <laughs> were subpar. <laughs> so we didn't let her on our show. It's a heavy audition Well, I was, I was bothered uh, having having learned all there is to learn about the American court system via law and order. Chung, chung. Um, <laughs> it bothered me that Zach was questioning Belding before Nikki when it was Nikki's Yeah, class. Yeah. <laughs> They're in. They're in junior. Right I know it's it's not per, it's not a perfect system. So Nikki That's presents it. the evidence of a paintbrush she found in Screech's locker, but then mm-hmm. Zach calls it an illegal search. Search and Screech. Oh, that Zach. He's learning. he's really applying knowledge. So here's where it happens, you guys. But the most yes. So Zach calls it an illegal an illegal search, and, and so then that. He's right, and so then it gets banned from evidence. But I'm like, shouldn't Miss Bliss be concerned about students snooping in other students' lockers? Like, just illegally breaking the evidence? Well, yeah, that's why she didn't admit Yeah, but evidence. isn't this a bigger thing than just your fake court that's going on here? No, um, fake she's court. She's the judicial is branch, David. That's an executive <laughs> branch oh. problem. Damn, how much Law and Order did you watch, Austin? Mm-hmm. I don't want to go toe-to-toe with Austin on bird law, that's for sure. Totally. I'm pretty sure that if you commit a crime and the judicial branch becomes aware of it, they can uh, still get the executive branch involved, which we did not see happen, Austin. Well, I guess that, uh, you know, Mariska Haggerty was busy this week. (laughs) So here's where it drove me nuts the most. The bell rings... Class ends. And it is that Saved by the Bell opening scene bell. It's the bell, you guys. And so then the scene ends, and then we go to a new scene, which is still in the room. Right. And it's still court. There's no reason for there to have been a scene change here. The commercials is the reason. There's not a commercial. There would be. There just was. They're in class. The trial's happening. The scene ends. 
and then it's just the next day of the same shit happening. Well, I guess it's just a bad show. There, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is that it? Are we done here? Bye. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Case closed. <laughs> the jury's out on that one. Chong chong. So Zach presents Screech, and uh, he kisses everyone's ass. And his whole thing is, did you do it? Screech goes, no. And he says, no further questions. Yeah, what, couldn't he have uh, expanded upon that? Like, what'd you do that day? Why'd you have that paint can? What's going on like, here? Uh, have you ever had a perm before? I didn't say he was a good sports <laughs> lawyer. Like, why even put him on the stand at all if that's the only thing you're going to say, you know? Because he's so confident. Kind of perms, huh? Which comes up yeah. later because what happens next, right? <laughs> What's that? <laughs> Carolyn gets my jokes. What? You guys, legally blonde. That's all I'm saying. Matlock. Nightcorn. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Why have Screech come up there to answer that one question that the jury would already know what an- he, his answer would be no, he didn't do it. Which, if that's the only question, why not, why, why put him on the, be- why put him on the stand at stand. all? And that becomes more of a point later because what? Because then I was prompting you, Ryan, as to what happens next. He's so confident in his victory. <laughs> so Nikki questions Screech, and Zach objects, and he's good at law now. He busts out many facts, mm-hmm. and then he makes his closing statement, which is, "Look at this face." This Which, is the biggest read possible. I was but, like, "Oh." Well, when he says, I have "Look a at problem, this," problem though first. Well, when he says, look at this face, I can't think of a better argument for this guy to be locked away forever. (laughs) What's your problem with it, David? Because Zach gets out of it because Nikki starts questioning about Screech about things, and then Screech says he doesn't want to answer, and Zach says he can object because of the Fifth Amendment, he can stay quiet, and my problem is that's not how the Fifth Amendment works. Once, Once you are on, if you agree to go on the stand... You have to answer all questions. You can't pick and choose. Which you can choose not to go on the stand if you're on trial. You can choose not to go on the stand at all and answer no questions. But once you go on, you have to answer all questions. Yeah. Otherwise, you're just wasting time. Yeah. yeah. I didn't know that. Are you, are you saying that if you're the defendant and your lawyer puts you on the stand, you have to answer the questions, or anyone that appears in court? And is sworn in. Uh, if you're the one on trial, I think if you're not on trial, that's when subpoenas and stuff, and you're supposed to, you can't plead the fifth because you're not incriminating yourself anymore. And so you, it's almost like illegal for you not to answer questions. I believe. David, but, how do you know so much about the legal? Yeah, where's this coming All right, so moving on. Then uh, there's final. <laughs> David remembers his trial. <laughs> tongue, tongue. I want to see that. I want to see the trial of David on Law and Order. <laughs> the people versus David Bitsenhofer. But I feel like the idea is if you're a witness and you're called to testify and you're asked a question that would incriminate yourself, you're allowed to... That's a possibility. Him. I don't know about that. Hmm. Well, I, mean, I, I can think of at least one high-profile case where a witness did that. Like in real life, was it the O.J. Simpson kid? Because you saw yeah. that show, and I read the book. <laughs> uh, oh, O.J. Simpson, but... the book. 
but I'm not <laughs> sure. Books? I think you could be right no, about like, I, I'm saying about I think you could be right about yeah. the defendant. Like if if you're on trial and you get put on the stand, you've essentially waived your right to plead Correct. the fifth. If you want to plead the fifth, you just Yeah, you don't answer any questions and you just which is Yeah. That's how the fifth so, works. Then. So Carol, what was the ultimate read that occurred? So Zach said in his closing arguments that Screech is so ugly and gross that his life is already bad enough and we should just <laughs> leave him to his own damned, cursed existence without further damnation. Yep. And they never really specify in this episode, like, okay, so I picture, like, a rickety electric chair that's, like, hooked up to the cafeteria deep fryer that's, like, sizzling right now and we're ready to go and we're so close to Screech's death. And then at the end, I see Screech frying. Oh, we're denied. Light slicker. So, Carolyn, you're suggesting that Zach was like, look at this face. And what he's implying is, hasn't this person been punished enough? He pretty much says that. That's exactly what he says. (laughs) He says, hasn't he suffered enough? I wrote it down. And I would like more suffering. I mean, I I like Carol's paraphrasing better, but that's exactly... (laughs) What he said. I'm like God with Job, and I'm like, make that bitch sizzle a little bit more. So then, the jury reaches a verdict, which is not guilty due to lack of evidence. Boo! Which is, I mean, which they're not wrong. No one introduced anything other than circumstantial mm-hmm. evidence at best. It's just weird that they were so fair about it, you know? Yeah, I feel like they would have just been like, we don't like that Goonie kid. He's guilty. Well, what if what would have happened if he'd been chair. determined chair. they would have killed chair. him? Chair. <laughs> the chair. <laughs> I remember when I saw the episode when I was little, uh-huh. and Nikki has the paintbrush that she found from his locker. Before Screech reveals, like that's from my art class. I was like, did Miss Bliss plant a brush in his locker? So you no, were ready for the making a murderer <laughs> series. Yeah, I you totally knew that was. Miss Bliss could be totally crooked. And then, like, Screech's imbecilic nephew is introduced and yeah. coerced into admitting stuff that's clearly not true. And Screech lives in an auto swamp. Yep. Scuttling around. Scuttling around the auto swamp. Suspiciously. This re- might remind Austin of a certain show and book he read. But uh, Mikey afterwards <laughs> says, but if Screech didn't do it, who did? And I'm like, nothing proved that Screech didn't do it. All they did is find him not guilty. That doesn't, And shouldn't right. that be the lesson right. that Miss Bliss teaches them? That sometimes the justice system doesn't find who the guilty party is, you know? And and I thought it was really right. suspicious when just a little, like one year later, Screech wrote that essay called If I Did It. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if, if I painted it. Then Screech stole all his uh, sports memorabilia. <laughs> yeah. got him on that. Yeah, he got his. And, and he ended up in jail anyway, so it all kind of worked out. In a way that the justice works. system isn't supposed Are you to work. insinuating that Screech murders Miss Bliss and that's why she doesn't appear anymore in the There's show? There's a lot of debate as to who murders Miss sure Bliss. I'm sure someone murders her. Zach is always the puppet master. I don't know who... With the strings on There's it. only one thing we know for sure. Miss Bliss is dead, and it was not <laughs> from natural causes. All right, look. The only way to settle this is a trial. <laughs> David, you're All the prosecutor. Right. Ryan, you're the defense lawyer. I want to be the bailiff. <laughs> okay, you can be Carolyn the bailiff. Carolyn has to defend Terry, Screech. Def- I want her to be the defense lawyer. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I should have spoken up earlier. 
Oh no! Ethically, I'm do you a have Dan to defend them. Style. I'm gonna be touching everybody. All right, Carol's the defense attorney. Terry is the prosecutor. David's the judge. Ryan's the bailiff, and I'm the sexy stenographer. You're not a. <laughs> Honestly, right, you could can you pull sense. down your pants a little? I can't defend like this. You guys, it's, <laughs> it's pretty easy to deduce that deuce. Zach coerced <laughs> Screech into murdering Miss Bliss. Your it, Honor, I he said that. deuce. I believe that. <laughs> anyway, Terry, what ends up being what happened? This is your big thing that made you yeah, want to Yeah, so if this you could one. imagine, like, the biggest explosion you've ever seen, like, on television. So it turns <laughs> out... my brain. It turns out and... that Miss Bliss was a ghost the whole time. <laughs> and then you rewatch the episode, and you're like, nobody actually pays attention to her or yeah. her class. And you're like, this is still a terrible episode, but that is kind of a neat twist. Yeah. Miss Bliss she... reveals that she was the one who put paint on her own chair. Holy F. Yeah. Can you believe it? Barely. And then I like that she's like, it was the only way to get you guys to fucking pay attention. Yeah. Yeah, I guess she's yep. so engaged with her class that she's not afraid to string somebody up in kangaroo court for it. I love that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, she's a real go-getter. What is she getting when she's going? She's getting her class to pay attention. It's hard for ghosts to or get this to at least four kids in her class to pay attention. Yeah, and the rest can the rest fucking can be it. there, eating flies with their open mouths and dumb faces. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck those kids. Oh, shit. <clears throat> Your Honor, I move we execute almost all I the people in this class. I guess they were the jury, right? Yeah. Okay. Grind them into sausage. So Screech is like, I feel so used. Which I think we'll reuse that sound clip when we watch his porno movie in a couple weeks. Oh my <laughs> god. Be the only time he's ever said that in his whole life. Yeah. He should feel used more, but no one wants to use him. Yep. Unusable. Unusable Kimmy Screech. So then we go to the hall <laughs> and uh, Miss Bliss and Screech make up, which is a beautiful moment. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Screech is like, oh, help me get my locker open. Oh. And then he fucking pranks Miss Bliss like a straight up G. Glitter bomb. <laughs> he is prank in the face by a glitter bomb and a spray, the silly string. Just everything that can shoot out at a woman can yeah. and does. Gets in her eye. Gets in her whatever. <laughs> yep. She's used to it after that white water rafting trip, you know. <laughs> yeah, he's got some some friction to hold on to from her previous key parties. Mm-hmm. So, do you think that the writers had had him prank Bliss just to try to balance yeah. out the fact that she used him to make her point about teaching? I, I think too. It just makes it a satisfying ending because the whole thing is like no one's ever pranked with Bliss. It's yeah, never happened, and so she gets it. Mm-hmm. And finally, she happens. does. Yeah. Did we see her house at all this episode? I don't think so. No, we just went to the classroom over and over and over again. <laughs> yeah. A lot. So many times. <laughs> so, uh, David, what did you learn? I learned that uh, never being pranked is more of a matter of luck than skill. Mm. Damn it, David. Have you ever been pranked, David? Uh, I, I assume so, but I don't really remember being pranked. Have you been pranked? What, Carol? did you block it out? Yeah, maybe. Oh, maybe no. you're so traumatized. 
Yeah, I got pranked once. I had I twisted my ankle in high school, and then in newspaper class, somebody hid my crutch. It was like oh, really damn. sad. Actually, That's fucked up. I was like, you know, you just have to give it back, or I'll hop. But I'm not going to beg. I remember on <laughs> there was a birthday I had where my parents put one of those like candles that relight themselves. But then, oh. I, but I blew them out anyways. Like they just didn't work very well. So you're like a really strong blower. Yeah, apparently, I I could have told you that. Um, Carol, what'd you learn? Um, 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 I learned that the most magical Disney movie is about fawns pranking each other, and it's called Pantasia. Oh, <laughs> you're welcome. It's beautiful. Austin, what'd you learn? Um, I learned that apparently JFK Junior High is a union school <laughs> and employs a midget. <laughs> little person, awesome. So yes, little person. Well, back then it would have been a midget. To our all-time favorite guest, <laughs> Terry, what did you learn? I learned that no matter what you do, you can't make coleslaw any better. <laughs> uh, you can't it's just put some hot sauce on it, like most things, to make it better. You that is usually slaw? what I do. Coleslaw is disgusting. What about potato slaw? No. Any kind of picnic food? Bread slaw. Ooh. Like, ooh. Cracker slaw. No. Slaw? That's the most <laughs> disgusting word What I've about, ever. Terry, what about slaw and order? Chong chong. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, good night. Damn, Carol just dropped her mic. Um, I dropped your leveler. And I learned way more about the Fifth Amendment and questioning in the court of law than I expect. I've never really learned anything that was worth a shit ever in this episode. But David really presented some facts this week that I genuinely learned. David. Good yeah. job, David. Facts. Knowledge bomb. So, Terry, we probably... We're, we're in the home stretch of this fucking... Goddamn project. <laughs> You're not doing new class? Fuck no. no. <laughs> you have our permission to do it without Shit, we only got three more Bruce oh episodes. Oh my god, uh, you guys. It's like we're finally crawling out of a cave and I can see the light on the rocks. Our lives are going to be so much better after this. Oh my god. So, Terry, where can we find you online? You can find me at terryblast.com or terryblast on Twitter. And I heard that you have a He's podcast bad. that we're supposed to be guests I on. I haven't recorded an episode of that in like a year. <laughs> the season of Drag Race ended. <laughs> it's totally over now, isn't it? You know what, though? Drag Race All-Stars 2, August 25th starts. Oh, True. my God. We should do a, a, a group watch. Yeah. I would totally. It'd be fun. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm not I know I said I would so... record something last night. I haven't yeah, recorded yeah, a podcast yeah, in my day. Yeah, We could do a podcast or we can just watch it. We also, you know, we, we have pastries going around as part of the deal. We do some bets. There's some betting. Inside betting, some pastry. Some fantasy football. Yeah, 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 exactly. But with, like, cool athletes that I like that are drag queens. I did tweet something a long time ago that didn't take off, like, my Pokemon (laughs) tweet that said, like, I feel like I know what straight guys go through when football season starts because now I have RuPaul's Drag Race. Yeah, it does make me feel, like, sporty. Like, I get why you'd wear a foam finger and go, like, woo! It goes, (laughs) yeah! For my queens. Yeah. No, I would genuinely go to, like, the closing event and be like, yeah! Um, how do you spell your name, Terry? T-E-R-R-Y-B-L-A-S. And that's pronounced Terry Blah. Blah, blah. <laughs> you have um, to do the Dracula voice like you live in a castle. Terry Blah. <laughs> yep. Yeah, that's been... My, I, I can't get enough of that, how Dracula says that. That's really funny to me. Fucking Dracula. So cool. Go to fuckingdracula.com. 
Let's Google that one. I'd love to see what that's. I'm interested. Get our crack research team on that one. Austin. David, while, yeah. while Austin looks up fucking Dracula.com, mm-hmm. David, where can we find you online? You can find me at www.fuckingdracula.com. <laughs> that's, ter- that's Terry's site, David. <laughs> yeah, he leaves comments there about how cool the things are. You'll yeah. have to get fuckingdracula.edu. .org. .org. I'm at the real gentleman of ledger.com and on Twitter I'm at Dr. Bits Doctor spelled out. Is that it? Did you Google fucking Dracula, Austin? Uh, I got my I got the cracked research team on that. We'll let you know. Okay, and uh, while we wait, uh, Does that mean your internet's slow. <laughs> it, it broke the internet. Oh no! Don't break the fourth wall, Terry. There's a whole paid group of men. Don't don't worry. Carol, where do we find you online? Oh, did I even say this? You can find me at www.carolinmain.com. Uh, Carolyn Main on Facebook. Carolyn Main on Tumblr. Carolyn Main on Twitter. Look me up. I've got cool things coming. I've got a whole card game that I'm going to give you as soon as I finish it. Pretty well, you, close. Pretty you better close. wrap it up because we only have like five episodes left of this well, show. Well, they'll just have to keep on board the main train. Okay. Fair <laughs> enough. Um, and Austin Gordon, where can we find you on the intrainee? Uh, you can find me on Twitter not testifying on my own behalf, then invoking the Fifth Amendment at Austin Gorton, and you can read my writing at therealgentlemanofleisure.com. Nice. Beautiful. And as for me, your host this week, Ryan Alexander Tanner, you can find me at ohyesverynice.com, O-H-Y-E-S-verynice.com. That's my artwork website. You can find me tweeting about once a week on Twitter. Like how many times you should poop. About pooping, mostly. Um... I would just totally quit Twitter if I didn't uh, need to have a career or whatever. Uh, also on Instagram. That's about it. As for the show, we are Say by the Bell Reviewed. You can download every episode of the show ever at sbtbreviewed.com or stream them if you don't want to download them. You can follow us on Twitter at sbtb underscore reviewed. Like us on Facebook where you can have discussions with us, which are so nice to do and to have. If you want to send us an email, you can do so at sbtbreviewed at gmail.com. Very good chance to read them over the air. You can rate and review us on iTunes. I think you should only give us good reviews. I don't know why you take the time to write us a bad review on iTunes. Write your mom a bad review. Exactly. I guess if your mother never loved you, that'd be a good reason. I can't think of another one. (laughs) Uh, we're also available on Stitcher and Podbean and maybe on Google Play. We may have a little trouble with that Google Play. A little trouble with the Google Play. Yo, fuck Google Play. Yep. So, uh, <laughs> that about wraps things up for this week. Is there anything else? Did I forget anything? No. You guys want to say? Uh, this just in from our oh, uh, yeah. oh. Fucking Dracula.com <laughs> yeah. server DNS address could not be found. <laughs> oh, oh, dude, register it right now. Right now. Oh, my God, you're going to make so much money. From the Indiegogo on <laughs> <laughs> get that Get that Twilight money. All right. Make it happen. By the time this episode goes up, we'll have posted a lot of That's content on there. That's we're going to put all our podcasts <laughs> from the, in the future. That's our million dollar idea. FuckingDracula.com. <laughs> Get.org and .edu as well. And .ebiz. And .xxx. Alright, that wraps things up for this week. Until next week, case closed. Why do I watch the show?
Giving building panic attacks and eating all my snacks As I lay awake at night in my wasted my life 